Thank you for connecting to this podcast for Faith Renewed. We hope that it's an encouragement to you today. For more information, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Bible, uh, turn with me if you would to Revelation chapter 1. Revelation chapter 1. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I'm like, this is Easter, right? You know, yep, this is Easter. We're going to find out that Easter's in Revelation as well. And so um, just going to read uh, one verse from there, and then uh, we're going to be looking at other passages throughout. If you are a version Bible app user on your mobile device, there's a live event taking place right now that you can follow along in the notes, uh, places where you can add the notes, save that, share that event, all those cool things. So um, it's, a, it's a, lot of, a lot of very cool technological things there <coughs> that you can uh, follow along with if you have that. But um, Revelation chapter 1, Revelation chapter verse 18, I am he who lives. I told y'all it was Easter was in Revelation. Amen. And this is Jesus speaking. I am he who lives and was dead and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And uh, he, he says it. I, I like that. I, I think John, as he heard Jesus say that, was probably still sitting there with his mouth open you know, and trying to process what he is seeing right now. And, and uh, Jesus, I believe the spirit-filled uh, shepherd and pastor he is, he, uh, he ate man himself. Uh, you know, um, I, I kind of can, you know, associate with that sometimes and, you know, maybe feel like I said something good and y'all just looking at me. I'm like, amen, pastor, that was a good word preaching. You know, Jesus amens himself. And he says this, and I have the keys of Hades and of death means he has the opportunity for us to encounter life. And that's, again, who he is. He's alive today. And I, I, I love it. I love Resurrection Day. I love Resurrection Sunday when we celebrate. And I, I know April Fool's Day has, was something that was kind of came along after, you know, all of this. But they did a trip, you know. You know, Resurrection Sunday, April Fool's Day. Can you see if it was back then, Jesus, they put him in the tomb. They think he's gone and he's dead, never coming back. And he's like... Yeah, y'all, I'll say it. So, again, he's alive. I love it. Let's pray talk to the risen, living God today. Let's talk to him. God, thank you for being alive. Lord, I just thank you right now. I'm not speaking to some dead God who doesn't hear me, Lord. You're living, alive today. And, Lord, as a result, we can have life. And, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for Jesus, for all that he's done in our lives, Lord, for all that you're wanting to do in the lives of each person here today. Let us be open to receive you and uh, all that you have for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, have you ever been to like the movies and uh, you're in the movie and you're like loving this movie? I mean, you know, you're like, I'm going to tell my, my boys about this movie. I'm going to let my friends know that they need to see this movie. And then the movie ends and it was like, are you kidding me? They ended this movie this way, and you're like wanting to, you know, take your tweet back. And, and you know, trying to, trying to just say, you know, just get frustrated with, with that whole thing there. You know, that, man, it, I can't believe it ended like that. Or, or how about vice versa? You, you see the end of the movie, and it's so good that you're like, man, 
I've got to see this whole movie. If it, this was that awesome, I've got to see this whole movie. I, I, I think what can happen is this sometimes a resurrection day. I, I feel like maybe we will sometimes kind of see this big celebration, big, beautiful uh, triumph over death and the grave, and it is a, like, a magnificent thing that we should celebrate. And I think sometimes we kind of miss kind of like what led up to it kind of what happened between there. Now, we're in a series on Sundays right now. Uh, we've taken a little bit of break, and then I guess maybe we haven't, but it's called The Greatest Stories Ever Told, and we're going through the Old Testament together. And today, this is the greatest story ever told because it is a story of Jesus and the resurrection, and so I guess it still continues. And I want us to do this when it comes to the resurrection, when it comes to Easter. I, I don't want us to get the Olympic mindset. Now, some of y'all are like, wondering what's, 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 what am I talking about? Uh, the Olympic mindset. The Olympics is one of those things that comes around every couple of years, and, and you have you know, the Summer Olympics, and you have you know, the Winter Olympics. And just quick show of hands, if you're a Summer Olympic fan, greater than Winter Olympic fan, let me show your hands real quick. If you're a Summer Olympic fan, you're not getting judged. It's okay. It's all good. All right. If you're a Winter Olympic fan, above Summer, you don't care. Okay. That's all right. It's okay. It's honest. Honestly, it's okay, you know, it's okay. You know, but Olympics is, is typically a big deal. Olympics is like, you know, it's like one of those big things. I mean, people go all out when it comes to the Olympics because this is like a major deal where people come around from all over the world and recognize and kind of for focus for a few weeks in on this very big deal of the Olympics. You, you, have, the, um, <clears throat> you have the opening ceremonies and you have the, the, all the events that take place. You have the closing ceremony. This is like a major thing. And, and this is one of those things like there have been times where, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, kind of like watching the Olympics, and, you know, you can kind of get pulled in, you can get emotional, and then, like, America wins. You know, you're like, America, you know, and you're, you're just, like, fired up, and you're like, man, this is awesome, and then the national anthem is sung, and that flag is raised, and I'm like, man, this is the Olympics. It's awesome. You know, and I, I think what can happen sometimes with the Olympics is this. I, I think maybe we can kind of maybe somehow get in the back of our mind that, do that. <laughs> Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Now listen, you know, yeah, I can do that. Especially the whole curling thing. I mean, you know, I mean, a broom and I sliding and, and you know, just kind of do I can do that. You know, no, no, no. There, there's more to that. And I, I believe there's a whole lot more going on there. And, and, and it's one of those things when it comes to the Olympics that I, I don't think this happened. Nobody just showed up there at the Olympics and for the first time decided to try, hey, I'm going to go ski 90 miles an hour down a hill. <laughs> anybody can do that. You know, I, I, anybody can do that. No, what I like is this. I, I like when it shows the backstories. You, ever, you, ever, you know, this like engaging. You know, you're, you're watching these like these Olympic skiers or these athletes and, and these guys are amazing. And, and again, they didn't become, you know, uh, like 25 years old and decide to do that. Or if you're a skater, it's like 12. I think they're in the Olympics at 12. And just amazing how, how advanced they are. But, but they didn't just decide to do that. What you saw is this, at like two years of age, you would see somebody with skis on before they could hardly walk. And, there's, and they're skiing down the hill. And then they get to the bottom of the hill and their parents hand them a glass of milk. <laughs> 
you know? I mean, if you, you know, that's, 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 you know, that's their athletes. And so, they, you know, like nine out of 10 drink milk, you know? And, um, and, and it's just like this, this great thing happens, and, and we celebrate that, and, and this is like one big deal for us for one time, but I want you to see something else, and I want you to think about something else. Those people in the Olympics, they live and breathe that stuff. They live and breathe that stuff. They're getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, man, and, and like eating raw eggs. And, and, and they're, they're, they're getting out and they're running and they're jogging and they're doing all these events and they're spending time. And, and what happens a lot of times is we get to kind of do this. We kind of like get to celebrate with that. We get to watch the, the ceremony or we get to watch the experience. We get to watch them put the, the gold medal around their neck, raise the flag, and then it's like an awesome thing where we get to celebrate with this. And I think if we're not careful, you know what can happen? I've done this. I kind of get the Easter Olympic mindset. Le- Easter Olympics mindset is this, is where when it's a big deal and everybody's doing it and everything's being talked about or whatever, I get, I'm getting it on my mind or I'm thinking about this. And I don't want to look at Easter that way. I don't want to just think about it once a year. You know, I, I, I want to think about what it really means and what is all is going on when I think about Jesus being alive, resurrecting from the grave. And so I, I, today I want to talk to you, and I want, I want to share with you, and again, if you're following along, you'll see there's a few things I want us to think on about what does the resurrection mean. Now, I, I, there's no way today that I'm going to pretend that I can go ahead and explain all the resurrection means in this message. It's not possible. It's just so big. It's so incredible. But, but I want to look at a few things. And the first one is this. And so maybe you hadn't thought about this when you think about the resurrection. But I want us to think on it because, again, it's a part of that story. It's a part of that thing way back when it all began. And the first thing is this, is that Jesus came to earth. Okay, yeah, he, he, he came to earth. You hear Jesus himself in Revelation saying that he lives. And so what I believe he was referring to is where Jesus lives and he steps out of heaven and comes to earth. We actually get to see and encounter this as we read the scripture together. Typically, that's one of those things around Christmas time where you really kind of focus in more so on that point. And, and we hear words like Emmanuel. Emmanuel means that God is with us. And in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, it says this. It says that, behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son. And speaking of Mary and the son Jesus, and says this, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Oh, man, it's so beautiful to think that this happened and that God stepped out of heaven. And Jesus is God. He's part of the Trinity, part of the triune Godhead. And God steps out of heaven, and he comes to earth, and he's with us today. And today, you know, we can have, we can have a relationship with God. And, and today, we actually have the Holy Spirit who comes and who is able to walk with us and be with us and live with us and be a part of our life. And I just love that. I had um, this, this week... Um, I got a text, and I always love when I get these kind of texts when, you know, it's, it's something kind of cool going on, a great conversation happening between maybe uh, a husband and wife or, you know, a, a parent, a child.
crowd or just two friends hanging out, encouraging one another. And I get that text and I got one of those cool texts this week. And uh, it was like, Pastor, you know, hey, uh, I'm in a conversation with my son. And, and, and this is like, you know, one of these young teenage uh, sons. And, and uh, they're having this conversation and they're talking about Christmas and Easter. And the son asked this. And so I actually just quoted the text as I took it and pasted it right here on my, my notes. It said this, it says, which holiday is more important? Christmas, parentheses, the birth, or Easter, parentheses, the resurrection, question mark. And I'm like, ain't that awesome? You know what, what are like most, you know, teenage, you know, they're kind of like asking like, hey, mama, where's my underwear? You know, uh, where'd you put my socks? Um, you know, like what's for dinner? You know, when are we eating? Uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff. But, but to hear that conversation happen is like, it's awesome. And, and, and like, I'm like, how do you answer this? And I, so I try to be like all pastoral and, and try to, you know, be like, I'm a theological, give you this real cool answer. And I was just like, man, they're, they're both awesome. You know, I, I think uh, we're going to see that, you know, the resurrection of Easter that brings forth a victory, but it began with Jesus coming. And, and Jesus lived and he walked the earth. God came. That's, it's just so beautiful. So Jesus came to earth. Second thing is this, is that not only did he come to earth, Jesus gave his life. Jesus gave his life. And, and we just uh, celebrated Good Friday. And, and Good Friday is a day where we think on the work that was done upon the cross, where Jesus did this. Jesus died in our place for our sin and our shame. He took every bit of that upon the cross. Last week, it began with Palm Sunday as Jesus triumphantly rode through a town on the donkey into Jerusalem. As he came, all the series of events began to lead up to what took place upon the cross. And he went up what the Bible refers to and calls a hill called Calvary. And so he takes this cross. Jesus does this upon the cross, upon Calvary. He lays on that cross and he dies for us. And Jesus gave his life. And, and I want us to be mindful of that. J.I. Packer said it this way, the traveler through the Bible landscape misses the way as soon as he loses sight of the hill called Calvary. Wow. I want us to be mindful of that and be thinking that, man, we can never step around the cross. We can never step aside that, the work that Christ did there. And so, again, for there to be a resurrection, there has to be something that dies. And so Jesus does this. He comes. He gives his life. He dies in our place for our sins. And there are religions out there, and there, there, there are things that people are saying, and they're saying, well, no, Jesus didn't really die. He just kind of like passed out. And then they pulled a big one, like, over on everybody. You know, and, and so he didn't really die. No, we see according to scripture, we see now even history is lining up with this. Some of the things that are being found out is lining up with this that we're seeing here that Jesus predicts his own death. He predicts his own burial, resurrection throughout scripture. One of those references is in Mark 10. And in verse 33 and 34, we hear Jesus himself say this. He says, behold, we're going up to Jerusalem and the son of of man will be betrayed to the chief priest and to the scribes, and they will condemn him to death. They will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles. They will mock him 
scourge him, which is a horrible beating that he took for us. They will spit upon him and kill him. And the third day, he's going to rise again. I mean, come on, Jesus is going to rise again. And this happens. This is just like he says, we start seeing this throughout, that Jesus is going to shed his blood for us. He's going to die for us. And he dies upon this cross of cruel death. And these were like professional executioners. I mean, the guys, man, they took this serious. They put them, the main guards who were in these types of positions at this level of a crucifixion, they're like the ultimate hit men who could go in and you knew they would get the job done. And this is what they do. They come in and they get the job done. <clears throat> and Jesus gives his life. Now, thankfully it doesn't in there. We know that Jesus came to earth. Jesus gave his life. And the third thing this morning is this, is that Jesus defeated the grave. Amen. Come on, amen? And Jesus defeated the grave. Amen, pastor? Amen. Okay, I was just whole Jesus thing. We made him do that a lot. You know, <clears throat> Jesus defeated the grave. I mean, there's a lot can happen in three days. Whole lot can happen in three days. And so we see this. Now, again, Bible says that, uh, again, we're finding history things that line up with these things that are spoken. And again, what was said. And verse 3 says this, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, it says that, For I delivered you uh, to you, first of all, that which I received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the 12. Listen, listen to what happens here. He's not making sure people can't take this and twist this. He starts revealing himself and starts showing himself to people as, after his resurrection. So again, we see Cephas. We see the 12. Verse 6, after that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. After that, he was seen by James and by all the apostles. And the last of all, he was seen by me also as by one born out of due time. This is our hope today, that Jesus today is alive. Now, if, if you're maybe, again, you know, kind of one of those just kind of like, well, I don't, I don't know. I think that people just kind of took that and, you know, they may be kind of trying to twist it a little bit and they try to make it work for them. And, you know, that mindset is, again, it's easy to go there. It's easy to kind of think that, man, you know, this is kind of like a, Jesus dying, coming, all this kind of, yeah, they, I, I think maybe they're making that up. I, I want you to think about something very serious, if that's your mindset. And again, it's, it's easy for us to maybe go there. The disciples, if they were lying about this, and they were going to take and twist this, do you know what happened to those guys? They were tortured. They were martyred. They gave their life. For a lie? Let's just be honest. Let's be real. When we lie, when we lie, we do it for our benefit. Some of you are like, man, this church is real. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we were real. But when we lie, we do that for our benefit. These guys didn't lie so they could turn around and get put on a cross upside down, get bold alive, get, get tortured for this. I believe they did it because it was the truth, because they were willing to now lay everything down 
Romans 1.16 says this. It says that, For I am unashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. You know what Jesus did? He defeated the grave. And this guy named Paul, who was once killing people and torturing people for this, was now willing to lay his life down for this truth. Now, I want to ask the question. I've got to ask the question. Now, because, again, if the resurrection means all those things, resurrection means that, yeah, Jesus came. Resurrection means that Jesus, he died. Resurrection means that Jesus got up on the third day. Cool. Now, let me ask you this. What does this mean for us? What does this mean for the people that are in this room today or for those who are listening, live stream or on podcast? What does this mean for us? It means today that we can have life. That we can have, not, not, not only today, again, listen, did Jesus live and is he alive forevermore? It means for us that we can have life. Now, I'm getting older and, you know, things like kind of like when you get older, you know, stuff that, you know, kind of like was so important, maybe this time, maybe it becomes less important and you look forward to like other things as you get older, you know, you know, I'm talking, you know maybe some of y'all. We'll find out later when you get older. Uh, but, but, you know, when you're young, you like, you like to go out and you like to like hanging out and you're doing this kind of stuff. When you, when you get older, guys, you know what you want to do? You want to go home. <laughs> Come on. I mean, that's what you want to do when you get older. That's like, a, that's like I'm going home, you know? And, and so some of y'all like, maybe like me, you like, you like take this serious, you know, like going home to where the fact, like you're pulling in the driveway, you already unloosened the seatbelt, you've already like undoing your shoes, <laughs> you know, and, I mean, as, you, as, you, as you're driving. And then as you're like walking closer to the door, man, you are unbuttoning. And by the time you, it's like Superman when you come out the other side, all of a sudden, man, you have your, your pajamas on, you're laid up, man, on the couch. Watching Netflix, <laughs> watching Hulu, you know, one of those things, what it is. And, and so th- th- that's what I like to do. And, and I really in, in, enjoy, th- again, showing my age, just hanging out with my wife and just, just watching, you know, like shows on TV and um, like not on regular TV. I hate commercials, not a fan. Uh, and so uh, I, I, I want to watch something like on like, you know, demand or one of these little things where you can, you can watch it and, and cut out the commercials. Cause it's like an hour show, 20 minutes, a third of that was commercials. You know, so I'm like, man, I'm thinking I'm doing the math. I had this up. I maybe get like three of these bad boys in by the time I can get, you know, like just normally two, you know, you know, if, if I, if I play this out right <clears throat> and we watch these shows and it's, it's cool. And I've noticed something about the shows uh, that we watch. We get into one of those shows, and you kind of like feel like, man, you know these people. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, man? It's like you, it's like, I, you know, we're watching this, 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 we just finished up this one show, man. It was awesome. And um, Code Black, I'm going to tell y'all the name of the show, if you ever watched the show. And uh, it's like medical stuff. I like all that kind of cool stuff. And, and so... I feel like you know these people. The doctors on there, you know, like, man, we go hang out. You know, it's like we're, we're tight. And, and if you watch a show, and maybe you had this experience or something, and maybe you haven't, but we have kids still at the house. And, and so they come and go, you know, different times or whatever. And, and this is what I've noticed. If, if we're watching a show, 
that they're not invested in, they don't get it. See, they, they don't understand that me and Dr. Savetti, man, was like going back to we used to hang out. We've been through some stuff, and, and, and we know one another, so this thing is real. And so now they don't understand what's happening that in that finale. When something's happening in that finale, there's no investment in that character for them. While we're sitting there watching that person who now has this big plague or they have something that's getting ready to take them out. And now we're sitting there watching the show and we're sitting there, man, like crying. I'm serious, man. That's my boy and he's dying right in front of my eyes. Adam and Caleb's looking at us like, what, what is this? Now, if it's something they was invested in, Adam a cry, boy. I'm telling you, Adam a cry. And, and I, I, I've seen it. But listen. <laughs> but, but, but listen, th- this, is what I, this is what can happen with Easter. This is what can happen because, because this is what takes place for the Christian. For the believer, for, for the person who has done this, who has something invested in the main character. Who for an entire season have gone through things together. And, you, and it's amazing, you know, kind of like some of the seasons of life and some of the things that we have to face in life. Some of the things that each of us go through. And, and, and it's just something that, man, during this season, this happened. And I, I've watched people and I've gone through seasons of, of life with people in this very room who have gone through very tragic situations and things that are, that are tough. And, and to think about, man, that season that you're going through. And this is what can happen with Christ. We can walk through a season with him and the different seasons of life and we can get to know him and become invested in him and and he becomes invested in our life and and it's amazing what can happen and so as we do this thing called resurrection and we're like celebrating Easter Sunday this is what it may be like for us where we're coming together and we're like man this is my show man this is like me and him have been like hanging out and this has been like awesome and then now this is what happens I get to celebrate the resurrection and we come in here we're like Yes. But you know what can happen? I've been in this place. You may be there right now. If you haven't been going through that season and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you, you know what this looks like for you? It looks like you came in at the end of the show. And you're watching something happen. You're like, man, I know something's up, man. And you're seeing this thing unfold. And you're hearing this crazy guy talk about, man, Jesus coming to earth. Jesus dying for your sins. Jesus resurrecting from the grave. But you're kind of sitting back and other people have raised their hands. Or maybe other people have cried. And maybe other people have experienced this. And you're going, man, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. You know what that simply means this today, that you need to surrender your life and receive the victory that's available for you. Because if it doesn't really make sense right now, listen, don't feel bad about that it doesn't make sense. 
but just don't be satisfied with staying that way. Do this, say, man, I want to know, and this is the truth, that Jesus today is alive, and we can have life. Ravi Zacharias, a great theologian, he says this. He said, Jesus Christ did not come into this world to make bad people good. He came into this world to make dead people live. Oh, man. And today, we can have life. 1 John 5, 11 and 12 says it this way. This is a testimony in essence. God gave us eternal life. The life is in his son. So whoever has the son has life. Whoever rejects the son rejects life. You know what my greatest desire would be today for for every person? Not every person. Like next Easter, well, I hope we come back together and we see, we see everybody and we're celebrating if Jesus has not returned and we come together. But we all are watching this and encountering Easter for what it really means and what it really is. And none of us are just sitting back going, I don't get it. I don't get it. William Wallace, from the great movie Braveheart, he says this, and I love it. Every man dies. <laughs> every man dies. Not every man really lives. And that was a horrible accent. <laughs> I apologize. Shh. First time some of y'all said amen all year long. You finally go get it behind me now. You know what I love though? And again, the context is different from the movie, but this is the truth. Each of us are going to die. You know what? Each of us can have eternal life. Every person here in this room. And, and, and Luke chapter 24, verses 5 and 6, share the story, the account of the resurrection. And it shares the story of, of the ladies when they go to the tomb. And they go there to prepare the body. And, and, and they're going to go and put spices and perfumes upon the body of Jesus because, again, now he's dead. And, and they're going to try to prepare that body for, for death. And, and in verse 5 and 6, they go there. And again, of course, tomb is open. He's, he, he's gone. And verse 5 says this. It says, Then as they were afraid, and they bowed their faces to the earth and said to them, and this is the angels that are speaking to them, dressed in these like cool white outfits, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Oh, man, those few words. Why do you seek the living among the dead? There's a lot of theological things I believe you can go into and some stuff that that means and This is the time frame where in the other gospel we see that Mary goes back and while she's there, she encounters Jesus. And at first, she doesn't recognize him. Now again, a lot of other people have had some real big, cool answers to that. And I don't think any of them, you know, I'm not saying they're wrong. But I think there's really a big reason to why she doesn't recognize him. She wasn't looking for a risen God. She went there thinking he was dead. Why do you seek the living among the dead? You know, I think a lot of us are doing, we're, we're looking for the answer in the wrong place. We're looking for what we have this deep void within our heart to be filled, and we're trying to find it and fill it with other things. And I 
want us to start doing this. I want us to start seeking and seeing God is living and alive today. And so I want to ask you to do this, if you would. Just stand with me, please. And, and, and right there where you stand, I, I want you to just take a moment. You can bow your heads and just close your eyes. What does the resurrection mean to you? What does it mean to you? Now, it could right now just kind of mean like, man, I'm kind of trying to figure all this out. Come in at the tail end and didn't have this. I didn't catch the pilot episode. Didn't see season one. Didn't, didn't catch all this. And I, I, but, I'm, but man, something's going on. Listen, today, listen, you can have a relationship with the main character. You can get to know Jesus. He'll carry you through seasons of life. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll never turn his back on you. That's the Jesus. And that's the God I serve. And so right, right there where you're standing, I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and just close your eyes. And I'm going to give you an opportunity and to, to respond today to what you've heard. And, and, and as, we, as we celebrate today the resurrection of Jesus, have you been kind of like seeing this and hearing this and going, man, I wish it was that real for me? It can be. Jesus defeated the grave. It's alive today so that we can have life. So right now, God, we just thank you right now that you're speaking to hearts in this room. I thank you that no person in this room, Lord, has to walk out of this place today without a relationship with you, without knowing you, without coming into a relationship, beginning that journey with you today. I thank you for that, Lord. You made the way. Lord, the relationship and the eternal life comes through your son. So speak to hearts today. As we respond to that today, God, I thank you, Lord, for what we encounter, who we encounter. And that's a risen God. It's a risen Jesus. Just right there where you're standing, I want to ask you this. Before we go any further, man, we are all here and celebrating Resurrection Sunday. And today, if, if this has been one of those days where they got, man, this, is, this, has been, this has been cool, but I don't have the relationship. I haven't been through the seasons. I don't know him. But man, I want to. This is how it works. It works just a surrendering our life to him. 1 Corinthians 15, 55 through 57 says this. Oh, death, where's your sting? Oh, Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is what this is for us today. This is Jesus defeating the grave, winning the medal, accomplishing all those things, and this is what he does. He gives us the life. He gives us the victory. He takes the medal off of his neck, and he places it around ours. I'm looking forward to the day when we can come to him and we can see him face to face and we can bow at his feet and we can return that and give that back. But today, listen, we can have victory and we can have life through him. If you just say this today, I want to surrender my life. I want to know that Jesus this guy's talking about. I want to know Christ. I want you to do this. Just right where you're standing, do this. Just high as you can get it up. 
high as you can get, because I want to see this, because I want to pray with you right where you're at. I want you to, if you want to do this, surrender your life to Christ. Maybe you need to recommit, resurrender. You've walked away, man. The relationship with the character has diminished, and you're saying, man, I don't know him anymore. I want to know Jesus. That today, I want to have victory. I want to have life today. That's what I want to encounter today. If that's you, I want you to simply do this. Raise your hand up as high as you can get it. Just high as you can get it up. High as you can get it up. I see a hand. I'm going to pray with you right now, right where you're standing. Thank you, Father. If your hand's not raised, this is what you know today. You know you're a Christian. You know, man, you're, you're celebrating the resurrection today of a Jesus that you've been through season with, that you know and you have life with today. Now I want to ask you this this morning. I want to ask you this today. You have another need in your life. You have something going on today. Maybe you have just something you need to talk to someone about. You need prayer for some specific reason. Something's going on in your life. You have the opportunity today to do this, to just have someone pray with you, talk with you. You have a couple of ways you can respond. One is during this last song, you can step back into our care ministry room in the back. There'll be someone there to talk with you, pray with you, encourage you. If you need prayer, you can come down to the front. Myself will be here. We'll have other ministry leaders, those who love you and pray would be willing to pray for you about anything you may be going through. But I want you to do this this morning. Above all else, if you have no needs, there's nothing going on in your life, I want you to celebrate today what the resurrection really means. That he's alive today and you can have a relationship and you are in relationship with the main character this morning. And his name's Jesus. This has been a podcast of Pastor Terry Rogers brought to you by Faith Renewed. For more information about us, please visit faithrenewed.org. For questions, feel free to contact us via email at info at faithrenewed.org.